Hello. Hello. Welcome to Metapod, the podcast for watching Metabots. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week we're watching episode five, The Old Man and the Sea Monster. Um, any any predictions or anything? I certainly hope that this uh, episode is not as suggestive as the title would imply. <laughs> um, especially considering this is coming out of Japan. It probably is. And... Um, They've been known to be a little bit questionable about some of that stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have experienced that in the most unexpected of of places. Yeah. Oh, man. I just hope this sea monster doesn't end up in any unexpected places, if you know what I mean. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there's no way to know, because uh, I... Honestly, the first three episodes of this seemed a lot more like specific to the school. Right. And I thought that that most of the uh, settings would just revolve around the school and the town. For sure. But the fourth episode really expands and says that, like, it is possible that you can have a much more grand sort of uh, backdrop to yeah. to what, a, to what a, a Metabots episode can be. And so I'm thinking that maybe we're going to have some kind of weird mysticism in this uh, the old man and the sea monster. I, I wonder if there's going to be some like myth involved here about um, about uh, the sea monster, and maybe this old man is going to be uh, seen as crazy for talking about this this sea monster, and maybe it just ends up being a metabot that's uh, got some kind of weird sea element to it. Yeah. See, I w- I want to make make that prediction that the sea monster is actually a uh, sea metabot. But I almost feel like I'm cheating in just in the off chance that, like, it's some, like, subconscious memory of that being, like, what happens in the episode. So if it is, it's very possible that that's the case, and I am not as clever as I think I am. But mm. uh, if there's nothing else to go over, then let's, uh, let's get to it. And and find out about this old man and his sea man, the old man and the sea. Mm. So that's a pretty. Uh, have you ever read that? I don't think so. Oh, fucking me neither. It's like eight hundred pages or yeah. some shit. All right, <laughs> we get it. The ocean's big. Be right back. All right, we're back. Yeah. So we open on Icky uh, and Arika and I. Some adult yeah. <laughs> who is. I can't remember if he's if he's Arika's dad or if he's Icky's dad, but anyways, he's a he's chaperoning them on their uh, trip to the beach. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, Meta B is psyched because he's never been to the beach before. Mm-hmm. Um, Arika and Icky make a beeline to get into the water, whereas uh, Mystery Dad decides that he's gonna do some sunbathing. Yeah. Um, uh, Meta B puts on scuba gear. Yes. Which begs the question, why? why? <laughs> I think it's purely aesthetic, uh, but uh, Arika and uh, Icky do not waste any time in making fun of him right. for his flippers and whatnot, which seemed like a good idea. I don't think a robot should swim, not because of its the rust factor, which they're probably made out of like titanium or something that doesn't rust. Well, he is an older model, so he uh, may be. Yeah, maybe. Maybe yeah. He's, he's fucked. But... um. Yeah, I would be worried about the weight. How the fuck is a robot gonna generate enough buoyancy to right to to swim? 
Uh, they don't seem to be bothered by that, though. Uh, they continue to mock Meta B for his, uh, his trepidation and in getting into the water. He says, water plus me equals rust. <laughs> yeah, I- uh, Meta B gets pissed off at Iki because he didn't tell him that it was salt water. Which, uh, it w- I, 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 does Iki have to explain the ocean to him? I mean, <laughs> I, I, for all we know, he just said, hey, we're going, we're going to the beach, we're going swimming. I'm like, cool. I'm cool with that. He didn't say it was like the ocean, you know. <laughs> they're in they're in Japan, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Look, maybe Metabee just doesn't understand geography that well. That's that must be the case. Metabee is is a little bit clueless in this particular uh, case. But uh, uh, Metabee goes off to mope yeah. because he he can't swim with the, his buddies and. Uh, He's 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 content to to just sit and, and cry in his pie until he gets accosted by some beach bums, so yeah. some uh, some toughs, some some beach youths who are pissed at Medibee for tossing aside some garbage that he has. Yeah, uh, they're f- at the end of the episode. We see them like parallel to Iki, and they're about his size. But like throughout they the seem episode, super tall, right? They, they they're framed taller. like teenagers. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which yeah, even the adult wasn't much taller than them in that framing at the very end. But yeah. we, we'll 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 get to that. Uh, the teens tell tell Icky about the the sea monster, yeah. the titular sea monster. Strangers of the aren't welcome here. The sea monster doesn't like them. Yeah. Um. And then at a snack shack, uh. Icky mentions it to Arika as they're eating, and of course she wants to investigate it. Which I never thought about this, but ramen seems like the perfect fucking beach food. Mm-hmm. Like if you're just like step off to the side and have yeah. some fucking ramen. God damn, that sounds nice. Ugh, I haven't been to the beach in fucking years. I mean, how are we def- defining beach? Does it have to be by like how big of a body of water? I think any like a lake counts. Like I okay. Oh, even then, I still don't know how long it's been since I've been to like Glendale or Barkley or anything like mm. anything like that. Yeah, um, we used to go to Lake Katawa a lot. Mm. Yeah, not so much anymore. And that water was always green and gross. Anyway, uh, speaking of gross shit, uh, they uh, asked the noodle lady if she knows anything about the sea monster, and she yeah. She immediately dodges the question and goes back to uh, cleaning, but can't help herself from giving a cryptic uh, warning to the kids to not go by the uh, the rocks uh, uh, on on the other end of the beach yeah. where the sea monster is said to be. So they finish their snack and step outside and uh, immediately are run into by three grown-ass adults who are screaming about a sea monster. Yeah, um, They can't seem to agree whether or not it is a sea goblin which, what the fuck is that? Um, a sea snake. It makes more sense, I guess. Or mm-hmm. a dinosaur. <laughs> and uh, I don't, I hate to break it to him, but none of that seems very likely. Especially no. the sea goblin. I don't know what the fuck. What is a sea goblin? Is uh, that like a specific? A goblin in the sea. It <laughs> doesn't seem like it would be much of a threat to, to you know, uh, uh, if it's a single goblin. But whatever. Anyways, um, so uh, on their on their expedition to try and find the sea monster, they run into an old man by the sea playing a shamisen. Yeah, or um, a mean guitar, yes. according <laughs> to Metabee. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, that's another word for a shamisen, I guess. A mean guitar. Yeah. Uh, he likes fish. Absolutely. Um, he seems to really, yeah, enjoy fish. He, it almost feels like he's summoning something with the uh, shamisen, the mm-hmm. way that you summon Mothra with, uh, was it a flute? What was it? I, th- I think so. Anyway. I may be confusing Mothra with the dragon sword. <laughs> <laughs> I might be as well. Um, yeah, uh, so uh, then we are um, introduced to his uh, his metabot, yeah. who is, seems pretty fucking imposing. One of the stronger metabots we've seen. Yeah, Tentaclam. Yeah. And I don't know if it was intentional or not, but um, this gave me a bit of misdirect because I was like, oh... It's going to be... He, that's the sea, the sea monster, monster is, is, yeah. is his metabot. Right. Like, okay. Um, we'll find out later that's that's not the case. Yeah. Um, uh, Tentaclam apparently is just the uh, sort of mechanism that this old man uses to uh, conduct his, his fishing enterprise. Yeah. Um, but also, Tentaclam's ability is floating. Yeah. Which would definitely come useful if you live in the water. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean it's much better than if it was drowning. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, after meeting the old man, the uh, beach bums return to mm-hmm. uh, uh, further insult and demean our uh, main characters here, and uh, then we get our first uh, me- uh, row battle of the episode. Yeah. Um, and this one, I'm gonna give it to you now. Bum fight. Absolute bum fight. Meta B basically shits himself. He shits his doo doo ass out there. Uh, he has to forfeit because he has no ability to swim or even stand in a boat, and is immediately just you know uh, shark shark hand the uh, the enemy uh, uh, metabot. Uh, fucks him up and takes his legs. Yep. So and that's where we're at with that. Uh, Meta B and uh, uh, Icky take some time to mope yet again. Um, Seeming, uh, this is the this is the main overlap in their friendship. It seems like <laughs> their ability to uh, sort of commiserate on their shared failures. Yeah, uh, <laughs> which is uh, a good uh, quality in a friend. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, it has been the core thing that's bonded Jacob and I for fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, to to mope and to hate. Absolutely. Um. But Ariki is not having any of their shit moping about losing one lousy meta fight or yeah. meta or a row battle. Which it's it's kind of a shame that Arika is not the main character of this series. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's a lot more determined in type A. I kinda I love that in like a uh, companion character though. That's I feel like that is a pretty common trope and yeah. part and part of why the the deuteragonist tends to be like people's favorite character yeah in a lot of a lot of shows i think that uh that is like a specifically late 20th century development mm-hmm. is that the the main character shifts from being the person who is like in control of the scenario to the person who is reacting to the world around them yeah um with a, a little bit less uh uh confidence so they, uh, Icky and Metabi ask the old man for spare parts so they can challenge uh, Sharkhand to a rematch. Mm. But even with the um, 
the octopus legs, Metabee still can't cut it on the water, so they ask the old man to teach them how to fight on the water. And we get a, a very Dragon Ball-esque training montage. Yeah, I, I actually wrote in my notes, uh, uh, the, the guy decides to teach them Master Roshi style. Yeah, yeah, it's very much like um, Goku and Krillin training for the world martial arts tournament yeah. where it, it doesn't it seems uh non sequitur and unrelated until you actually see it applied later on in the fight yeah uh yeah again you know karate kid yeah same deal um and then after the montage icky and meta b are uh are tossed bottles of water by um by a dog which i'm guessing is icky's dog um, and Metabee drinks the water, which begs a brand new question. Oh, shit. How? Yeah, and why? Right. And what? <laughs> oh, fuck. I didn't even think about that. Does Does Metabee need water to survive? Does he sweat? Um, I mean, if he... Maybe okay. he has hydraulic systems. That Wait. No, we specifically know that he doesn't sweat because of me- sweat is salinic or whatever yeah. like the word I'm looking for for is. It's yeah. got salt in it. It's, sa- it's salinated. Yeah, yeah, salinated. Yeah, that's the word. So he would rust if he sweat. Yeah. Tid. Well, yeah. I mean, if just going in the ocean one time would fuck him up, right, then right, I'm right, sure right. like right, right. Maybe it's not like biological sweat, but maybe his like hydraulic systems create uh, condensation mm. from from. That's I, I. You're welcome for me explaining your show. <laughs> explaining your your fucking kids show, Metabots. So apparently the monster wasn't Tentaclam. No, but it was a Metabot. Yes, we see Arika cowering in fear, uh, having confronted the Metabot, which I thought was nice. Like turning that on its head, Arika has not shown one ounce of consideration that this would be a threat to her, right? In any way, and then when she confronts it, she's the one that's that's afraid. Um. But yeah, it is then revealed that it is Sharkan in uh, just the dumbest possible <laughs> disguise you yeah. could imagine. Um, and I, I actually, based on uh, the way they disguise Sharkan, I'm thinking, yeah, Sea Goblin. <laughs> that's yeah, that's what it was. The, yeah. that that lady was right, or whoever said said it was a Sea Goblin. So yeah, we get our rematch. Um, all the training has improved Meta B's balance, but. Sharkhand is still at an advantage because Metabee can't swim, mm. as that was tomorrow's lesson. Yes. Um, Didn't quite get there. Arika does not have time for the old man's um, riddles about how to how to win the fight or how to listen to the ocean or watch the faces of the ocean, <laughs> whatever he was going on about. Yeah, there's a really good line here where he's like, the ocean has many faces. It has uh, a fearful face. It has an angry face. It has a happy face, a sad face. It has many faces that uh, you have never seen before. But uh, if you are patient, you can wait until the, the face of the sea is calm and then you see your reflection in it, which is basically a long-winded way of just saying, be patient. Right. <laughs> and then you can... <laughs> You know, assess the situation better. So, um, so Iggy figure, figures out that the shark has a tell when it's about to attack. Which, and yeah, uh, it turns out the secret was using your eyes to see. Right. <laughs> um, Meta B cuts off a sneak attack and wins and gets his legs back. Mm. Um, like I said, the kids 
now look like whatever uh, Iki and Arika are. I'm guessing like 11 or something like yeah. that. Uh, and the old man lets Iki and Meta be keep the uh, keep the sea legs. Yeah. And, and then, we and end on um, on Mystery Dad uh, with cooking a severe in the sun. sunburn. Which, by the way, weren't they there for two days? How the fuck did he stay in the same place and not die? Yeah, like that's entirely possible. Anyway, um, fucking. <laughs> so this, uh, and that's the episode. Yeah. So this second fight, how would you, how would oh, you yeah. rank it? Uh, second fight, um, I'm gonna say exhibition. It's not as cool as some of the other ones we've we've seen. Yeah. It was still pretty good, but it, for the for the fucking the linchpin of the uh, fight to be the shark's dorsal fin right. <laughs> is above the water before he attacks. It's like, yeah, okay. Cool, thanks. Um but yeah, actually there there's a uh there's a lot of good shit in this episode. Um I didn't like this one quite as much as last week's, but mm-hmm. it was still pretty good. Um, we definitely got some some memorable uh, lines here. Do um, you want me to get into that? Or yeah, sure. Go ahead. Are we there yet? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, first of all, we've got uh, uh, the the uh, strange old man. Did he ever give his name? No, we did not. He did not. Okay. Um, he says, uh, you know the drill to uh, Tetra Clam. You know the drill. Uh, you scale and gut the, the fish, and I eat them, which I thought was, uh, you know, nice. Uh, some good development there. Yeah. Nice to know that uh, all the metabots are, in fact, treated as slaves besides uh, Metabi, who for some reason has um, free will. Um, yeah, uh, we've also got uh, uh, a throwaway line, or what seems like a throwaway line, that ends up inspiring them to go uh, request help from the old man. Um, when Metabee is is wondering how he can learn to swim, uh, was it Arika or uh, uh, Icky that says try going to a school of fish? Uh, that was uh, Icky. Ah, yeah. And then they yeah have a Eureka moment and decide to ask for the old man's help. Um, the old man gives a, a good uh, line to uh, uh, Metabee whenever they're uh, lamenting the fact that he now looks like a table because he has squid legs. Mm -hmm. He says, forget about fashion, consider function instead. (laughs) Um, He also later says, your enemy is the sea. We already talked about his his, uh, faces of the sea, little monologue that he has. Yeah. Um, And he also has another, like, uh, one-liner. Before they're going to fight Sharkhan again, they ask him if he has any more advice, any more pieces of advice, and he says, just one, duck. And <laughs> then a wave hits, and yeah, it's just a nice little beat there. Um, let's see, yeah, I think that's that's it for this episode in terms of uh, memorable lines. So uh, is this an R2 or a bender? I'd say this is a bender. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and there is uh, one last thing to go over. We have reached a crossroads in the show. We have? We have. So, um, as television in the late 90s, early 2000s was want to do, uh, this show was aired out of order. Oh. Of the, uh, of the Japanese release. So, the obvious question is, do we... Uh, go on with the American 
um, release schedule, or do we? Because I have the actual like proper like order of the episodes. Mm. Or do how we, different is it? Um, there, it's usually just like one episode from, um, like got pushed pushed back like twenty episodes or something. Like the next episode, um, in the Japanese order is episode 27 in the American order. Um, oh. And then it's episode 6 and then so on and, and uh, so forth. Um, so it's not too terribly too terribly out of, out of order. Um, I think we can just do the how we would have seen it on TV if we were you know. I think that's alright. Okay. Well, then, in that case, uh, we'll be back next week with episode six, The Gimme Ghost. <laughs> the Gimme Ghost? Gimme Ghost. <laughs> okay. Like me first in the Gimme Gimme Ghost. There's a specter haunting Japan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back then. <laughs>